0: You're listening to the Embodied Astrology Horoscopes for Aquarius season in 2020. My name is Renee. I'm an artist, an astrologer, and a somatic intuitive. In these audio horoscopes, I'll outline what I perceive as the main areas of focus for each sign in the month ahead and give you creative, embodied, and practical suggestions for working with this season's biggest opportunities and challenges. Remember that horoscopes describe general energies, and it's up to you to get specific. Listen with your intuition on and your mind open. Take what works, leave the rest. I suggest that you listen to the horoscopes for your sun and your rising signs. Your sun sign is what you tell people when they ask you what your sign is. It has to do with the time of year you were born. Your rising sign is determined by the time of day you were born and the place you were born. If you know your birth information, you can find out what your rising sign is by getting a free natal chart on my website, embodiedastrology.com, in the horoscope section. To learn more about what's coming up in the next 30 days and the major themes of 2020 in general, make sure to listen to Freedom from the Known, the Embodied Astrology episode for Aquarius season. You can find this episode linked in the show notes, from my website, or as a separate track on your favorite listening platforms. If you'd like to learn more about astrology, check out my subscriber offerings. You can subscribe... If you'd like to learn more about astrology, check out my subscriber offerings. You can subscribe by donation at any amount per month and receive access to an extended monthly forecast and printable astro journal that gives you detailed day-by-day breakdowns of the planetary aspects and lunar cycles and suggestions for how to work effectively with their energy. Subscribers also get discounts on year-ahead birthday reports, online classes, live events, and embodied astrology basics handbooks. All of my audio horoscopes, guided meditations, and podcasts are offered for free. I know how helpful astrology can be for making sense out of the world, and it's important to me to keep this work financially accessible, especially during these crazy times in the world. If this work benefits you in your life, please support me to continue making it. You can make a one-time or recurring donation to help keep it going, and side note, recurring monthly donations get you access to the awesome subscriber content the number one way you can support this work is to share it please share it with your family and friends and leave five-star reviews on itunes soundcloud and spotify and follow me on instagram and facebook at embodied astrology thank you so much for your support i truly truly appreciate it i love you so much thank you so much for tuning in please wait for a brief sponsorship message and i will be right back with your horoscope Sagittarius, welcome to Aquarius season 2020. Aquarius is a sign that is often associated to the future and to the new. And I don't know about you, but it feels kind of wild to be in the year 2020. And um, moving into Aquarius season, it really feels like a new chapter, Um, not just a new year, but obviously a new decade and a new beginning that arises from an old cycle ending in last month's horoscope i talked a lot about this old cycle what you're finishing up and the need for you to um, kind of restructure and reorient your values and how you are working with your self-esteem your self-worth your value systems and your relationship to money And values and what we need in order to sustain ourselves, of course, are so deep. And there's a lot of stuff kind of wrapped up in these themes that have to do with worthiness and um, sustainability, you know, survival issues. And if you have survived this last month and you've made it into Aquarius season, then um, congratulations on making it through and welcome to a new phase. And over the course of 2020, um, this new chapter is beginning and a lot of 2020 is a kind of experiment in a new way of being and this new way of being really starts to manifest with Aquarius season. So what is this new way of being about for you? Well, one thing that I'm seeing is that your mind is changing the way that you're thinking about things and how you're making connections between different ideas and different kinds of information, priorities, and your um, subjective and objective awareness. The more that you can allow your mind to open to new ideas, the happier you're going to get so this season is definitely an encouragement for you to be like letting go of the old ideas and the old ideas that you're letting go of a lot of them are hinged around your values your value systems your self-worth and this is what is starting to change now you can see yourself in a new world way you can make sense of um, your life in a different way you can prioritize things in a different way and this is what you want to emphasize and this is what you want to encourage is um, a kind of open-mindedness and curiosity and big picture type of thinking now aquarius season could also be um, a fairly busy time for you and uh, i doubt this is going to be true for everybody but i think for a good chunk of sagittarian identified people aquarius is going to be busy it's going to bring in a lot of um kinds of you know information and stimulus, and this could come through engagements with other people, with community, with conversations, and with mental activity, but like a a lot of information is coming in with Aquarius season, and I want to encourage you to find ways to work with the information that you're getting um, so that you can kind of continue this project that you've been working on around reorienting your values away from... Um, kind of an outdated old model of valuing um, productivity the ideas of no pain no gain um, you know some kinds of uh, orientation towards power or authority or busyness that might have kept you from relaxing and enjoying your life before. Now what you want to do is relax a little bit more and enjoy your life and you want to reorient your activities, where you're putting your focus, how you're arranging your schedule, how you're taking care of your body within all of the demands of your life. You want more freedom, you want more space, you want more time. So if Aquarius season does indeed bring busyness into your life, then recognize that this busyness is also an opportunity for you to practice new habits and new ways of being. And you can ask to be met in these new ways of being um, by kind of just inviting other people along with you notice where you get rigid and stuck to old ways of being and just consider that you know most people will go along with things if it's presented to them in a semi optimistic light you know you are allowed to experiment you're allowed to free yourself up and that's really what you want to do so in whatever way you want to invite the people who are around you to experiment with you and to free themselves up and to free you up because you are going to be a better relationship (laughs) for them when you feel like you can orient in the ways that you want to. Mercury retrograde, um, the first of three in 2020, will begin during Aquarius season. So on February 3rd, Mercury begins the first part of its retrograde cycle. This first part is called the shadow phase. It's when Mercury moves across the terrain in the sky that it will then return to in its retrograde. The actual retrograde occurs between March 5th and March 16th. And then from March 16th through the 30th, Mercury will again be in direct motion, moving back across that same patch of sky. So, of course, Mercury retrograde is apparent. It's something that we perceive from our relationship um, to it here on Earth. But as a symbol, we have the symbol of the mind and language and the cognitive capacity um, moving backwards, kind of turning in on itself. And so this is a time when we often hear the cautions about, be careful of your communications, don't make any binding agreements if you sign contracts, get clauses for amendments or renegotiations. Now, all those things are true, and particularly with Mercury and Pisces, we want to be careful because Pisces is a very illogical and complex and dispersed kind of energy. And when Mercury moves through Pisces anyway, um, our minds are kind of less linear and straightforward and simple and more open to the suggestive and the subliminal and the subtle energies around us. So Mercury retrograde, this particular cycle, February 3rd through March, 16th is a time for you to um, enjoy the process of tuning in and this has something to do with the way that um, the thing I was just talking about about demands on your time demands on your attention and your schedule this mercury retrograde cycle wants to um, get you to attune inwards, and so if you've got a lot of demands coming uh, into your time and into your schedule um do what you can to get out of what you don't need to be focused on and give yourself more time alone or at home or in some kind of space where you can go into a little bit of a shell. This mercury retrograde can definitely be a retreat invitation for you, a time to... to calm down, to check in, um, and to be intimate with your inner self, to connect with spiritual guidance, to practice refining your intuition, to be with your dreams and to really honor and nourish the parts of you that are deeply, deeply sensitive. Um, this mercury retrograde may be a time when you are needing to, um, go through some kinds of, uh, revisions or renegotiations with important, um, family members or people who you're sharing space with, or maybe around your home itself. But there's a feeling here of you actually needing to ground to come back into what is very foundational for you and to spend some time there, not needing to do anything, not needing to have an answer, but just being, just connecting, just sensing. From uh, February 7th through March 16th, so a good chunk of the time that Mercury is retrograde, Venus will be transiting Aries wherever venus travels it brings love magnetism abundance and attraction and for you aries exists in the part of your chart that has to do with creative passionate joyful uh, childlike energy so this is a wonderful kind of um, invitation for you to spend a good chunk of your mercury retrograde in a more inner space but also in a creative space and as i mentioned pisces is a sign or I may not have said this, but Pisces is a sign that is highly creative. So during this time where Venus transits Aries and Mercury is retrograde, it is a wonderful time for you to be working with your creativity. And creativity is um, losing track of time and space, uh, feeling totally engaged and present with whatever it is that you're doing, feeling playful, feeling silly, feeling spontaneous, and allowing yourself to express authentically. So that could be a whole lot of different ways that you might be engaging yourself, but that's the kind of energy you want to call in. Now, some of you, if you are a parent or thinking that you uh, would like to be a parent, this is a a really important time for your connection with your kids. And this is a time that's bringing a lot of love into that relationship. Now, whether you're connecting with um, your, your own creative energy, your own playfulness, your own childlike energy, or the playful, creative childlike energy of childlike people. um, This is a a wonderful and supportive time for you to be um, connecting with um, your own spirit, with your own passion. And that's a a key point in this, that you, you want some kind of retreat, you want to go inwards. And part of the need to go inwards is to connect with yourself is to connect with a space that feels really deeply and authentically you and to express from that place. Mars will be transiting Capricorn between February 16th and March 31st. So again, a good chunk of the Mercury retrograde cycle. When I started this horoscope and I was talking about a kind of restructuring or reorientation with your values and with your self-esteem, I was talking about Capricorn. So Mars moving through Capricorn brings heat, passion, force, um, determination, and also potentially aggression or conflict into this area of life. This is a wonderful transit for you to be working skillfully and pointedly with your finances. Now, this is a time when Mercury is retrograde. So again, I'll kind of put the caveat here that it's not a great time to make big financial decisions, but Mercury retrograde is a great time for clearing things up and it is uh, occurring right before tax season. So if you're a person in the United States who's paying taxes, um, and you're you're kind of clearing things out, you might use this transit very effectively for looking at your spending habits, and for clearing out what are superfluous or unnecessary spending habits, and for directing your financial energy um, and power in um, really pointed and determined ways. So you want to um, kind of point for yourself in the direction of where you want to go. So this might be some kind of savings account that you want to start. Um, For those of you who are uh, parents or, you know, working with children in your potential near future, there might be a financial need there that you really want to consider. And um, some of you, you um, are really thinking about your values in the world, and this is a wonderful place to focus, and I highly encourage this. Um, Create a savings account or spending account that channels your um, finances into what you want to see grow in the world, and that's a really important idea right now for all of us, and definitely for you when we think about what you're here to do and the way you want to be using your energy. So use that transit um, for its productive potentials, use it as a time to clear out um, unnecessary expenses and also to prioritize and aim your energy in the direction you want to be going. Um, Be aware that Mars and Capricorn can increase a kind of dominating or authoritative energy. And if you are in uh, relationships or engagements where you could get into conflict around money or values. Um, that might be a place to just check in with the way that you're orienting yourself and what is motivating you. Um, try to not be reactive. So know that there will be a heightened um, sensitivity to anybody that might be questioning your authority, and just be aware of what you do with that kind of sensation, how you respond with it. You want to respond appropriately and not um, go overboard. There are a couple of important lunations this month. We'll have a new moon on um, January 24th at four degrees of Aquarius. The new moon is always a great time to work with setting intentions. Um, I like to think about setting intentions for the next year, from one uh, new moon in Aquarius to the next new moon in Aquarius. So if you want to join me with that kind of idea, then um, start to think about what you want to call in for the way that you engage your mind. As I was mentioning before, this is a part of your chart that has a lot to do with how you take in and metabolize information, how you express to yourself or narrate to yourself what your experiences are, how you use language, and also how you connect with others in the informational plane, conversation, um, sharing of information in some other ways. Community is definitely a really um, big and important aspect of this new moon as well, and how you're relating to community in your close-in relationships and the people that are around you every day. Not necessarily family, although that could be part of it, but definitely co-workers, um, peers and colleagues, people who are inspiring you, people who are motivating you, people who are challenging you. So as you think about themes for this new moon, think about calling in um, informational stimulation that is pleasurable. Think about the ways that you want to be engaging your mind, how you want to be learning over the course of these next 12 months, how you want to be using language both internally and externally. On February 8th and 9th, depending on your time zone, we'll have a full moon at 20 degrees of Leo. The full moon is always in opposition between the sun and the moon, so the sun is at 20 Aquarius. Check your natal chart. If you have planets or points around 20 degrees um, Aquarius or Leo, or with the new moon around four degrees of Aquarius, then these planets are definitely indicated within the lunar energy and the themes of the new and the full moons. The full moon is asking you to trust in your creative energy. So again, we have emphasis on this kind of creative childlike sense of yourself. And um, the, the feeling that I get for this full moon is that you recognize that the creative childlike energy is actually your biggest teacher. It's where you find the most profound opening, the most um, uh, complete kind of understanding of what the meaning of life could be. And you're being asked to let loose and enjoy yourself around the full moon and to trust that that expression that comes through when you're enjoying yourself is so valuable and so needed in the world and in your community make sure to check in with me at embodied astrology on instagram or check your inboxes if you sign up for my free newsletter you will get um, information on the lunar attunements that i'm offering these are simple practices or meditations um, that help you connect with the lunar energy i hope that this horoscope is helpful for you i am wishing you all the best in aquarius season and beyond thanks for listening and bye for now